Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here with co-publisher Marcello Yaya to look at a big, fat newspaper, 40 pages this week, packed with election coverage coming soon. The top story is about a picket in Gilderland Center at the Grand, the Rehabilitation Center and Nursing Home. Workers there feel that the low pay hurts not just them, but their clients. The um, owner told our reporter, Elizabeth Floyd Mayer, that it's very tough to balance the needs of workers with the payments that are coming in from Medicare and Medicaid. Big news for Gilderland, it got a $2.4 million grant for water infrastructure and it will pay for a $4 million project including a interconnect with Rotterdam which sits on a huge aquifer as well as a new water tower in Fort Hunter and new water to be piped to parts of Gilderland around Fuller Station Road that don't have it now. And the best news of all is the town has been saving $200,000 a year and has the difference to make up without any new tax levy for the $4 million project. Um, an important story from Elizabeth Floyd Mayer on the local repercussions for a decision from Betsy DeVos looking at what will happen on college campuses um, if a person is raped. And the editorial speaks to that as well. This is a stunning, stunning piece of art by Carol Coogan, and I advise you to go online to our website to look at it in color because it just speaks volumes. Our editorial stance is that it took years for rape to be understood as such a huge problem on college campuses and the federal initiative from the Obama administration followed up by Governor Andrew Cuomo's Enough is Enough in New York State have made a very important difference. You can see it just at the University of Albany where three years ago three rapes were reported. Last year 27 were. It makes a difference. New York State will be protected by enough is enough, but the chill from the federal level can be stunning. Our letters this week start off, it's election time, and we have endorsements from Christine Galvin and Edie Abramson for the two Democrats, Adam Greenberg and Daniel Lining. Turning the page, we have some lovely pictures submitted by Carol Harlow, who also wrote a letter. These pictures are events at the recent fall festival, the Harvest Festival at Switzkill Farm. And Carol is hosting a coffee this upcoming weekend, October 14th, from 9 to 11, hoping people will join her in founding a Friends of Switzkill Farm. Lots going on. Two scouts, not one but two, from Troop 264 in Altamont are eager that people will come to their can pancake breakfast. Uh, Judy Siri has written a thank you for um, a bake sale that caused donations, $400, to come into the food pantry in Altamont. Tara Murphy is urging people, regardless of your party, when you come to vote, you can also vote for the Knox 
Town Seal. There are several candidates up for you to look at. You can go to the town website and see them. And Sandra Sorrell in Voorheesville, now that Smitty's Tavern is closed, is hoping someone will open a restaurant. More election letters in Westerlow. Bonnie Cole Laub is writing against incumbent Democrat William Bickman. And Anita Marone is um, responding to a letter from the Republican candidate, Kevin Flenstead, about the need for transparent government. This page of election letters is uh, concerning Byrne. Carl Nichols wants longer clerk hours. Helen Marie Lounsbury is writing in favor of Wilsey, Joel Wilsey, and Cook, who are Democrats running for town board. And Victor Porlier is also endorsing Mr. Cook. Old Man of the Mountain has <laughs> provided some much-needed humor in this rather tense season. And Caregiver's Corner, Judy Rothstein, has written something heartfelt. With all this bad news we're hearing from natural disasters, there's something you can do to be a force for good, and that's to help your neighbor. And she talks about Community Caregivers, which does just that. A really exciting column from Mike Nardacci, our Backroads Geology writer, who has a long, long time interest in this particular cave. This is an inside shot that captures the wonder of it, Crystal Cave. And he tells the saga about cave wars in rural Kentucky when the automobile was new and People were fighting to attract tourists, and in this little farmhouse, a man by the name of Floyd Collins discovered on his farmland this crystal cave and explored it on his own, trying to find a backdoor passage that would be closer to the tourist center. He was trapped there and became a national and international event as people tried to rescue him. But he died in the cave. His coffin was kept there on display for quite a while, but he is now buried. The Knox Reformed Church is celebrating 175 years, and I spoke with Sandra Quay, who's been working for more than a year now to organize a celebration that starts this weekend, a dinner on Saturday where many of the former pastors are coming back to celebrate this occasion. Sunday, worship is open to all, and those pastors will be participating in the service. Here we have an old enterprise picture of the Ladies' Aid Society. That's Virginia Quay, Sandra's mother, our longtime correspondent, Frank Center. And this church has been a real force in the community for well over a century, and it has every election day for a 100 years a chicken supper where Democrats and Republicans sit down to break bread together, a marvelous tradition. Sean Mulcairin went down to Albany to hear the presentation from Daniel McCoy, county executive, about his proposed budget and has told us about the $679 million spending plan that will bring no tax increases. Ah, now we start our campaign election profiles. For this week, we are looking at the town of Rensselaerville in the Helderbergs, and I interviewed the candidates on a number of important issues. Steve Flegan is running unopposed on the Democratic line. 
For council, we have Jason Rao, Roth, a Republican, making his first run, and Marion Cook on the Republican line, who's a conservative, the incumbent. The Democrats that are running are Marie Dermody and Robert Tanner, and you can read all about them and their views. There's also a hotly contested race for assessor. Two posts are open. There are four candidates. Michael Weber, a former assessor and a Republican, is running on the Democratic line. He has some issues with the Republicans. Hebert Joseph is making his first run for office as assessor on the Democratic line. And he says if he's elected, he'd be the first black official in the town of Rensselaerville. And he says you have a chance to make history by voting for him. The two incumbents are running on the Republican line, Donna Kropp and Catherine Wank, who is an Independence Party member. Victoria Craker for town clerk is running unopposed, as is Randall Bates for highway superintendent. And he had some fascinating things to tell us about his 10-year renewal plan for 77 roads in Rensselaerville. He's taking some of the paved roads, making them gravel, better maintenance, easier and less costly. Now we turn to Byrne, and H. Rose Schneider has done um, some really in-depth interviews on important issues to voters there. Every single race, there are 20 candidates. Every race is contested. For supervisor, we have long-term incumbent, Democrat Kevin Crozier, being challenged by Sean Lyons on the Republican line. For town council, we have Frank Brady, and James Cook. Cook has been appointed, but this is his first run. He's running on the Democratic line. And then the remaining two council members we have on the Republican line, Dennis Palo, displaying some of his many medals in his picture, and Joel Wilsey, who's been very active in helping with the library and the transfer station and making a run for the town board. The highway superintendent's post is also contested. The only elected official in town government right now that's Republican is Randy Bashwinger, the highway superintendent, and he's being challenged by Ronald Schultz, whose father was a highway superintendent before him. Sean has written a story about Altamont's latest meeting where Wade Bush, a one-time council member, has been appointed to the planning board. Michael Koff was on the job on a school holiday and went to the Pine Bush Discovery Center where kids were at workstations here making bookmarks before they got to meet Smokey the Bear and shake his paw. In Quaker Street, there's a new um, project to keep uh, history there. Gilderland Seniors have a lot going on, as always. It includes their weekly activities, as well as more longer-term projects. Rose went to Westerwell for the grand opening of the museum, which has been decades in the making. And here, Catherine Latterly was a guest of honor. She had donated some of her land to the museum. One of the driving forces of the museum is Mary Jane Araldi, here talking to well-wishers during a reception. Highway Superintendent Jody Ostrander takes in some of the many artifacts on display there. 
The community calendar has lots going on in this lovely fall season. Libraries, too, are packed with activities. Seth Rogovoy is going to be speaking about the Jewish influence on Bob Dylan's songs. Mike Koff went to Altamont Elementary School on Wednesday for a baking lesson <laughs> supplied by King Arthur Flour. And the kids are learning things like measuring and counting as they bake. And they're learning about generosity, too. Each kid is going to bake two loaves. These are sixth graders. One for they and their families to eat and one to donate to the Altamont Food Pantry. This is more from Elizabeth on the rollback with the Title IX Dear Colleague letter that by the Obama administration was interpreted in a different way than the current administration. And again, the um, head of the Albany County Crisis Center for Rape Victims, um, Karen Ziegler, weighs in along with Chantal Cleary, who's in charge of Title IX administration at the University of Albany. And Elizabeth has spelled out here for us the two definitions and how they vary and what the university defines as consent as opposed to criminal law. More from the grand employees at Gilderland, as well as the management side of problems in the home, how they're being dealt with, as well as what the workers see as their needs. On our blotters page, we have arrests as always, a special program that the sheriff is hoping to institute, spurred on by a University of Albany student, for inmates to be able to tape readings of books for their children to hear, and they're looking for donations, and you can read about where to do that. There was an arrest um, when police were searching for a parolee and discovered in his brother's home a marijuana growing operation. Um, business news at Crossgates Mall, a spa is being built. The two Dolpas brothers gave a hard hat tour, and <laughs> this room here will one day have, it's called a spin room, it'll have bicycles you can ride on, and you can see a grand fireplace and other luxuries, and this room here will have a hot tub, there are all kinds of things like a bistro and other amenities being planned. Uh, <laughs> Jody Conlon. A nurse has joined Capital Care. Michael Cunningham of Delmar has been named a best lawyer. Dr. Lindy Davis of Delmar has joined Albany Med's surgery department. And Michael caught up with the owners of A Touch of Country from Hamilton Square in Gilderland who were making the rounds delivering free flowers for a national event called Pedal It Forward. Each recipient, like right here, you can see in the hotel uh, and the post office on New Carner Road, Mark Audino was surprised to get not one but two bouquets. One's to keep, one's to pass it on to someone else. Classified ads, and here in Gilderland, not Smokey the Bear, <laughs> a real bear was seen, not this one, he's from Canada, but it was a black bear like this. Sighted several times in Gilderland on Tuesday, and then another bear sighting in Altamont on Wednesday. And Elizabeth talked to some people at the Department of Environmental Conservation um, about their 
procedures in um, dealing with such urban and suburban bears. Mike took this picture of a long-term problem that's now been solved on up in Knox on Township Road. There, it often flooded here, and now there's a drainage system that will take that water into a nearby creek. That was done by different departments working together, the county as well as Knox and Byrne, and we congratulate them on that. Last Friday, I went over to the American Legion Hall because Steve Oliver was having his head shaved. He was honoring both his sister-in-law, who was battling breast cancer, and a dear friend of his of 35 years battling prostate cancer. And he had this ribbon, one died in blue, one died in red, or pink, pink, um, in honor of that. And many, many, many onlookers filming it, egging him on. And here we have a patriotic party at Cindy Pollard's Homefront Cafe that um, was a gathering over the Orsinis. And behind them is the very famous flag that I think most of our readers are aware was Millard Orsini's project. As a prisoner of war, he risked his life to create that flag during World War II. Lots of sports from Michael Koff. Victory under the lights for the newly formed two years old Helderberg Valley football team made of Burnox Westerlo and Dwaynesburg players. Big crowd turned out for homecoming weekend and they were off to a fast start at the end of the first half. They were way ahead. I think <laughs> they're 24. Where is the score? 28 to 8 at the end of the first half. But then Granville came back and it got very close at the end. But the Local team, Helderberg Valley, pulled out a victory, 28 to 24. Here we have portraits of young women athletes from Gilderland High School on the volleyball team. And nope, that's not volleyball. That's field hockey. Late night, 7 a.m. this morning. And here we have the volleyball players. Excellent work. And on the back page, we have a New Scotland budget story by Sean, and it looks like a flat budget at $7.6 Revaluation in town, along with new development, has upped the amount of tax money available, so individuals need not pay more for the same or more services. And Sean also went over a very complicated accounting system that the town uses, and you can read about it. Have a good week.